go. This is it. This is episode 309. 309 of No Laugh Track Podcast. We're here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis because we wouldn't do anywhere else. It's their podcast. I'm the lucky host, Justin Severson. I'm here with my guest, one of my favorites. It's his third time here on this podcast. Hell yeah. yeah, 309, third time. Third time. There's no good coincidence. It's mathematically perfect. It is, Dan Soder. Goddamn right. Uh, Not so much on the other numbers, but uh, 162 was the first one. Okay, damn it. August 2015. No shit. 257 July. That was the one you were at. Last year, yes. And then the what, what was the 2017 one? July. July what? Uh, we figured this out. It was right around when uh, you did an SNL try. That was 2015. Okay. No. That was 2015. was right after I got, uh, that was my second screen test for SNL, where they immediately came back and were like, no. Yeah. So that was actually better, because they were just like, and I was... I think the second time they came back, I was in Austin. I was about to film my first hour special. Oh, yeah. It was the first time I did this. Because I filmed it in December. Oh, yeah, yeah, And we were scouting. I think I decided to do it in Austin. And then they were like, yeah, you're not big enough for that. Like the theater, the Paramount. I was like, I want to do the Paramount. And they're like, oh, it's beautiful. I opened up for Hannibal there. And it's like one of the greatest theater, one of the greatest places I've ever performed in. Yeah. Much like Acme. Wham! That's how you kiss ass on the comedy spot. Nice job. On the was that first rock. two minutes you got there? Oh, licking butt. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> uh, but I like, we, Comedy Central was like, okay. They were kind of like subtly trying to be nice about it. They're like, well, what about like a rock club? And I'm like, yeah. But I was Only like, I because do- your vibe is more rock and roll, Dan. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want to do the Paramount. We booked it. And then they're like, we don't think you can do that, fill that twice. Which they're right. They're like, you can't fill that twice on a Thursday. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. You want to go to Philly and do it at the Troc? And they're like, perfect. Because <laughs> it's like a f- 600 theater. Right on. Sitter. But it was, uh, yeah. So then, yeah, I, I, I was like to kind of like see where the rings on the tree are mm-hmm. when you say dates like that. Yeah, for sure. I, I do uh, playlists on my on my iTunes each month where I'll like, I just listen to a lot of music. So sometimes I was listening to my phone on shuffle and sometimes you get a song where you're like, oh, fuck. Like I'm feeling this right now in uh-huh. this moment, whatever you're going through, you like have it and you're like, all right. And you put it on, you put it on the playlist and I have a rule of no repeats within a three-month period. Okay. No repeat songs. But you try to get an hour of music for each month, and it's pretty fucking interesting, man. I've been doing it since 2015, and I can go back to, like, October 2015 and listen to a playlist and be like, I remember exactly what Where was going on. Where you were. Yeah, what was going on in my life. Even shit that maybe I don't think I would remember on paper because of a song. I'd be like, oh, fuck, I heard this song when I was on the train and I was mad about this or like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a interesting thing to do. Could you, do you, uh, do you do it on a certain day, a certain time? Because no. I'm asking because I, I, I wish you could pull my wife into doing that. Mm-hmm. Because when we go in her car and she plugs in her iPod, yeah. it's the same playlist from when we met oh, uh, yeah. know, year, in, in 2011. It's yeah. the same playlist. I, I feel like the same sh- playlist. I'm a music slash shitty marriage counselor. Well, you got to spice it up. Change it up. Sometimes you pick the song. No, but it really is a thing where um, specifically I, I like – the June 2015 was right as I was breaking up with a girlfriend. Okay. And I just like remember all the emotional arcs of like, oh, I put this song on because we were fighting. And then like I put this song on because I was sad. So it's just weird to see where it goes. So I like doing that with dates even. So when you're like August 2015, I was like, that was the second time I tested for SNL. Could name me a song or two that's on the playlist right now then. Of August 2015? No, oh, of dude. right now. Oh, of right now? Yeah. Oh, dude, September of 2018? September 2018. I'm not going to lie to you. Or 20, yeah, 2018. We got some bangers on this one. Uh-huh. Let me just tell you what's... And see, you can see it right here, so I'm not lying. It says 818. I see that? Yeah. So I got uh, Talking Heads, This Must Be The Place. Okay. Uh, dating a New Lady, so it's going real well. So that's why it's like... Uh, I got uh, Ghostface Killer's Share Shayla Ghost. Sure, that... Classic solo Ghostface Killer song. Sure. This e- ties in. Eagles of Death Metal, The Reverend. Uh, They're so, on every list, I'm guessing. What's that? Isn't that a band you like a lot? Eagle? Uh, I like Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, Queens of the Stone Age. They, they pop up a lot. Okay. This is a fun one. Old DMX, Let Me Fly. Heard it during a warm-up song at the Niners game. So I was like, <laughs> all right. And I then, like that. And then when I get into an artist, I tend to drop a couple of their songs on in that month. Um, and my buddy had me listen to the get, Kids See Ghosts album, which is Kanye and Kid Cudi. And I was like, oh, fuck, this album's great. So I put a couple of those on. So yeah, that's what I do every month. And it's just kind of like a good way to... 
I think for me, if you're a music fan, it's like instead of just putting on the same album and then like beating it into the ground, you're like, oh yeah, let me throw a couple old ones on. Yeah, you know what I've done that I am happy with, uh, and I think I'm saving money doing it and getting what I want. Uh, I'm paying like the fee of each month on uh, Amazon Music. And oh. I just have access to every. I don't have playlists. Yeah, but I have Spotify. Access to I, everything. I like that I'm and suck- no commercials. I like that I'm sucking my own dick and talking about like these playlist things. And then I'm like, oh, Spotify just does that. Spotify encourages that where they're like, make a playlist. But I'm 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 weird in a way where I don't like uh, subscription music because then they just take it away when you end the subscription. And it's like I like having albums. Oh, sure. Now I'm I'll... stuck for the rest of my life if I want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Now I'll just pull them onto a hard drive and I just have them yep. to upload on any phone I have. But yeah, I get that. I um, Amazon Music is appealing. I'll tell you the best. This is so far away from comedy. I love how we've gone. We're just Good. going into like why not dudes in their 30s talk. <laughs> We're just like, you know what I really like is... Uh, chicks, bro. Chicks are cool. <laughs> um, no, but if, if I was like 26, I'd be like, you're hammered and you're throwing up in the grass. And now I'm like, YouTube premium. Pretty good, dude. If you have the 10 a month, Speaking do it. Of premium, what's your insurance premium? Oh, God. You know what I love is a good stretch in the morning. <laughs> you're, just, you're just listening to a comic become old. You know what I really like is just, I like a good chamomile tea before I go to bed. You told me you were going to loan me some of your jazz collection. Yeah. Oh, God. Mean? There's nothing better than Coltrane on a foggy day. <laughs> yeah. Today, right? Mm, just some, some cold weather out and a good Miles Davis. Oh, and a can. Dolphin on Green Street. <laughs> yeah. You're traveling like, with candles these days, right? Dan? Oh, I'm a sensual comedian now. <laughs> I don't know if they told you that. Uh, I've gone full yeah. sensuality. I, I perform in only silk pajamas <laughs> with no undershirt, <laughs> and I have four humidifiers on in the room, <laughs> so it gets f- fucking wet. <laughs> it gets w- that'd be so funny because you know it's like, especially now in modern comedy, uh, there's this ability to uh, I call it pander grab, okay, where you can like pander to an audience and grab them up, and people do it like. In different ways, like politically, yeah, you know, they'll like go full in, and they're like, "This, come here, come here, come here, come here," and then they grab them or whatever. Oh yeah, but it'd be really funny to pander grab, like, if I just turned into a sensual comic, and people are like, "What the <laughs> fuck did Dan Soder do? Was it really that hard going on the road performing for half full audiences that you had to pander grab and just be like, oh, it's all about sensuality? Welcome to the sensual comedian, ew." <laughs> Because you see guys like that, and you're like, I bet there's a part of you that is that. Oh, I'm sure. But I think you're turning, you're milking it for uh-huh. commerce, which we all do in a certain way, I guess. I always do jokes about drugs because I do drugs, and I guess that is a pandering. So does the majority of the population. Yeah. I don't know. I just, am I, am I making sense mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm talking about pander grabbing? Mm-hmm. You just, oh, yeah. You see it. And it's yeah, like, but some comics do it, and then they acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny when, like, a certain group um, gravitates towards a comic and they're not pander-grabbing, but the fans kind of, like... I see that a lot with um, Michelle Wolf, mm-hmm. who's one of my close friends, one of my best friends, and she... Feminists are like, yes, you're our thing. And she's like, I don't want that. Like, I'm trying to write great jokes. And that's just <laughs> what it is. You know what I mean? It's it, that is weird. Like watching someone versus like everybody just like Nate Bargetsy, another one of my best friends, just watching everyone just because he's so f- and they're both so hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Nate has a certain demo that's coming out. It's more like people that are like, he's just fucking super funny. Mm-hmm. And I think Michelle is super funny, but she does. She she saw that with her HBO special because she has jokes about being a feminist, but the joke is being kind of a feminist. Yeah, not not full on board. I was here, uh, Marin. Yeah, was headlining here a couple weeks ago. I came to one of the shows and was talking to a friend of mine before I came over here, and he's like, "Oh, a friend that has very different political views than yeah. Mark Marin." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be my thing. I'm not going to that." All right, fair enough. Yeah. Came to the show. Uh, I am obviously a fan of Marin. He didn't mention, he didn't get political or mention Trump by name until about 55 minutes into his set. Yeah, I think there's this weird thing where, and most of the crowd is with him. Yeah, well, I mean. People forget Bill Hicks used to go into the South and put his politics out there mm-hmm. with people that were like, oh, I don't believe in anything you say. Right. But it was funny. And I think there's a way to do it. 
If you're a, if you can be political and be funny, fucking do it. I feel it's the same way about sports. If you can talk about sports and be funny, fucking do it. Because there's just passion there. There's passion in sports, religion, politics, that if you can do jokes about them, actual jokes, like really good jokes, fuck yeah, do them. I feel the same way. People wouldn't agree with this. I'm sure this would piss people off to hear this, but like, I feel the same way about rape jokes. If you can do a rape joke and it's funny, then fucking, if you can do a joke about Catholicism and make it funny, do it. Anything you can make funny, do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And that's where the pander grabbing starts to come in because people are like, when they pander grab, they kind of have their ter- their no fly zones where they're like, you can't go there. Yes. And I'm like, nah, man, comics are mercenaries of entertainment. You just read my mind because with yeah. going back to Marin, he started bringing up the uh, Trump and other political stuff, then mixed in also some religion stuff, yeah. which is very anti-religion. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, I wonder how many how much of this crowd was like, I'm with you. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, there's just the reactions I, changed. But but good. For for Marin, because you, you can tell, like, if he's just floating like that, he's just trying to be funny. And Marin's like, you know, he's one of the old heads. He's like <laughs> one of the guys that came up. Right. I'm serious. It's like you got to something about this Instagram generation that a lot of respect for uh, hard work and elderly advice is kind of it's not cool. Like Instagram's built on youth. Instagram's built on like the new thing. Mm-hmm. And that's like we're always like. Instagram is just a symptom of our society. So it just kind of shows where we're going. So I think like a lot of people are like, you're old. Like you're old. And you're like, that used to be the shit. That used to be the shit. When we couldn't fucking beat animals and diseases, if you were old, you're like, what's up? What's it like? And you're like, well, when you get to your, I've heard people be like, your 30s are your greatest decade. Mm -hmm. Like so many people I know, 40s, 50s, 60s or whatever. 30s are fun. 40s are the most rewarding. I've heard like all this shit. Mm-hmm. And you're always like, well, no, it's different. And then you 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 get to the end of whatever decade. And you're like, oh, they were right because they fucking lived it. Right. And there's like th- that kind of respect I feel like is really missing from our society right now hmm. where it's kind of like, all right. What do you think? It's immediately like, well, things are changing, and you don't know. And it's like, well, the, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Uh, you know, that's been in songs and commercials and every other goddamn, you know. That's for We sure. know that phrase uh-huh. because it's fucking true. Yeah. It's fucking true. It's just like the more things change, the more things stay the same. So just how about we just have a better attitude about all this? And listen, I'm a white dude, so I stay, sh- I stay shut the fuck up. You better. I know. <laughs> That's also a weird mixed message. It is. Shut up. Listen. Cool. Got it. Where's your? Where are your opinion? What the fuck do you want me to do? Stand. Sit. Stay. Okay. Right, listen. I'm. I'm here to listen. I'm here to help. It's. It's the same way I felt when my mom was unpacking the car with groceries. What? Tell me what the fuck to do. Do you want me to grab that bag? Do you want me to stand here? Are you going to hand me a bag? What the fuck has happened? Stop yelling at me because I don't know what you want. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'm sure there'd be someone if they heard this podcast to find problem with that. Well, see, that's your perspective as a cisgendered white. Yeah, I'm fucking trying. There's a lot of good dudes out there that are just trying to help. Yeah, things are getting confusing, though. They're so confusing. Mm-hmm. It's like we're, yeah, we're like the bees. Like cell phones are just like, like ah, what the fuck? What are we? What do we do? Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird, man. But that's also like a great time to be a comic. And just like kind of what you said, just no politics, no religion. Like, I'm trying to figure this out. So if you want to, the best way I can promote myself is like, hey, if you want to watch me try to figure shit out in my head in a funny way, come watch me do stand up. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how to live. I'm going to recommend some things that maybe I'm trying. But I just, I, I don't know. This whole like guru generation i've called our generation a lot of things right now but <laughs> guru sounds the best because it's like i'm gonna teach you it's the youtube channels it's all that shit like i do this thing you know when's your master class start exactly Comedy. dude if i if you ever see me do a master class fucking in anything come to kill me okay i expect you or you to try to come, and I'm pointing to Jeff Van Dan, who's just sitting in the audience. This is how I feel with all my ticket sales every week. I'm like, one guy <laughs> knows a lot. All right. But I'm saying, like, if that happens, reach out. That's the end? Yeah, reach out. Be like, what's up, dude? Needle drugs? Do you, <laughs> do you owe someone a lot of money? Why are you doing this? Because it's a weird thing. I don't I'm fucking coming off a plane. I'm talking like an asshole. <laughs> 
Where you you flew from New York this morning? Yeah, I flew this morning. Yeah, they were just stuck in the air, stuck in a storm. Any celebrity sightings coming to New York or from New York to Minneapolis? On Dude, the I swear to God, I saw Chris Farley's brother Kevin Farley oh, on the flight. That's likely, sure. On the flight, and I've met him, so I didn't know what to do. But I was at the airport. I was like, I think that's Kevin Farley, but I don't want to be like, hey, you know. I don't know. I don't know. How it was when we that. landed and I turned around and I saw him. But I was. I, it was that moment where everyone's filing off the plane and it's your row, which is so much pressure every goddamn time. You, you me? Yeah. Me, you, you, me? You, you, oh, me, And then it's like now with identity politics, it's like if I cut off a woman, am I a chauvinist? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like am I misogynistic because I went to go grab my bag? I really am like – these are the thoughts all the time where I'm like, was that bad? Should I have not grabbed that? Fuck. But I turned around and I was like, before I had any thought, I was like, is that Kevin Farley? And then I was like, my bag. I've heard you talk about when you were flying as a kid, as a, a kid alone, being yeah. the last person on the plane. Yeah, hell nice yeah. to go back to that. Huh? Oh, man. That, that kind of sucked, though, because you had to watch everyone leave. And then the stewardess would come and get you. And they'd always talk to you like you were younger than you were. And I always found that insulting. Well, they got it's the lowest common like, denominator. Hi. And I'm like, yeah, come on. What's going on? I'm already, I've already dealt with a divorce. <laughs> I'm here to see my dad, lady. Let's fucking speed this up. Who are you? I'm Dan, and I know I'm going to have issues with substances and uh, people leaving me. So let's just get to the fucking end of the runway here. <laughs> the, the goodbye for you is not going to be. Yeah. <laughs> She's never like, hi. Dude, I remember. I don't know if I've ever told this story before. I think I have. There was a lady on a plane with me one time. When I would leave my dad and fly back from San Francisco to Denver, I've apologized to my mom so many times for this. I would be so emotionally unglued because I just loved my dad. Well, also, my dad was playing with house money. He lived with his mom. We slept on a pullout bed together. All he did was buy me toys. So it was like, you know when you're a kid and you like to sleep in shitty situations? Mm -hmm. Like sleeping on the floor is fun where you're oh, like, yeah. can I sleep in the basement? Yeah. And your mom's like, yeah. And you're like, what? It's the same as an adult. It's like having a threesome where they're like, they're like, do you want to have a threesome with my friend? And you're like, we're going to camp in the backyard. That is so kinky. I got to tell you quickly, uh, we got snowed in once for Thanksgiving when I was a little kid at yeah. my aunt's house, you know, like two and a half hours away from the mm -hmm. Twin Cities. And I, when I found out we were going to spend the night and I'm like, and there was a uh, beanbag chair. Yeah. Can I sleep on the beanbag chair? Oh. I woke up so sore and uncomfortable. Oh my God. The excitement I had to be able to sleep on that beanbag chair because I didn't have one it was the fucking best we had this giant pillow this giant pillow for a kid it was perfect i don't know where my mom bought it It was like some probably some 70s fuck pillow my mom kept <laughs> and i'm just little and i'm like this is my play my mom's like i got my back blown out by a brazilian guy uh while your dad swang with his wife in san francisco in the late 70s it's probably something like that but i was like i want to sleep on the giant pillow like downstairs with the t i didn't have a tv in my room so i was like and watch it was always really big for me to watch um, either SNL or wrestling. Because yeah. wrestling came on Saturday nights, Saturday night main event. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, shit, can I? And my mom would, I always remember my mom being like, yeah, you could sleep downstairs. She let it happen like twice in the living room with the big pillow and the TV. And I was like, this is the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. And then I remember it sucked always. Because you turn it off and you'd be like, oh, I'm in the living room and it's all dark. <laughs> and you're like, here the basement. And you're like, uh, uh -huh. I want to be in my, and then I just go up to my room and I'd sleep in my, I'm like, <laughs> I'm at home. What the fuck? I don't know how we started talking about oh, this. Oh, so you were saying about your dad got uh, house money. Oh, that's, so that's the whole point is like, my dad slept. I didn't realize it was a shitty thing until I started doing the bonfire with Big J. And I said like, yeah, I slept on a pullout couch with my dad. Like we both slept in the bed and he would sleep naked and I'd sleep in my pajamas. Nope. Not in like a, uh, not in a. Molest, molest kind of way more in like a he was an alcoholic Jimmy Buffett fan like that was he wore corduroy shorts without underwear like that's what he was so he'd just be like what's up dude you know like he wasn't like fucking coming to bed like I wanna rub you child right. he was like hey pal I'm kind of fucked you know he'd go to bed after I was asleep right. I'd just wake up and see his naked butt and I'd be like ugh um, but be, be, the reason I brought that up was saying like sleeping on that couch bed to me was like this is awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm sleeping with my dad on a couch bed. You like never think it's sad until you get older and you're like, oh man, come on. That was just terrible parenting. Yeah. What are you doing? But then he would take me, he worked, uh, he worked at a bar as a bartender and at a liquor store. And after his shift at the liquor store, I'd go with him to work. When we'd come home, we'd go by Toy World. 
which was like, you know, one of the off. It wasn't Toys R Us. wasn't yeah. wasn't KB Toys. It was called. It was in uh, Marin, right off Sir, uh, right off the one hundred and one Toy World. If you remember, if if anyone's listening, this is from the Bay Area in the early nineties. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Uh, but he would just buy me toys. So when I would go home, I was like. I was like going back to school, going back to my mom right. who like made me do chores. I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. no, no wonder I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I was leaving like, that was so great. What a bender. What a dad bender. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'd get home and I always, but I, the reason I brought this up was because I remember one time I was on a flight and I was like crying and I was like, hey, like, I don't want to go. I miss my dad. And this like lady. Had to be around my age now, around 35, was like, do you miss your dad? But, like, in a shitty way. Oh. Remember, like, stopping crying and be like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, being, like, seven and being like, bitch, what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> do I miss? Yeah, I miss my dad. I don't need your pity. Who yeah. the fuck are you? I got to sleep on a couch, and he bought me starting lineups. <sighs> do you want to fight, lady? I'll fight you on this fucking plane. I just remember being like, like shooting her a look. Like, I wonder if I found that lady if she, if she, you know what I mean. Like, if that person's walking around. Like, I remember I was. I guess I said it wrong to the child, <laughs> but he looked at me like I was a monster. And like, yeah, you are. A, in my mind, you are a monster. You might have just said it with the wrong tone. Do you? Uh, where are those starting light up figures? You caught my attention with that one. Now you have my like Leo. Now you have my attention. <laughs> At first, I, you I was intrigued. Now you have my attention. Uh, I think most of them got sold in a garage sale. I have opened or unopened. I have four unopened. My mom still has, which are worth dick now. They are worth dick. You are correct. I have a Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Jerry Rice, Steve Young dual pack. Oh, the combo! I got a Will Clark, San Francisco Giants. Uh huh. In a Barry Bonds, San Francisco Giants. Sure. I bet the Barry Bonds could give me like 60 bucks. Unopened, you said? Unopened, dude. Mm, Mint condition. Maybe. Maybe. Do I have to wait till the apocalypse happens and mm-hmm. that like old toys become our currency? Mm-hmm. And that buys me a house with a water field. <laughs> water field? Yeah, I just imagine there's something with water. <laughs> Water's going to be a finite resource in the future. If you're oh, listening yeah. to this in the future, you know that I'm correct. Uh-huh. And that's why you built Dan Soder's School for the Deaf and Blind. <laughs> like, what was his, what was his, uh, why did you build that? Did he, like, work with the deaf and blind? No, he just said it on a podcast and someone found that episode. Everything came true. So, we have to name a school for him. Um, this is some, this has nothing to do with what we've been talking about, but I made some notes here. Something I, I don't want to, I don't want to miss this. Yeah. Yesterday, I sent, or this was the other day, earlier this week, I sent my kids a message saying, uh, hey, change of plans. Instead of having grandma pick you up tomorrow after school, it's going to be me. Like, I'm excited about this. Yeah. I hope you're excited about this. Only one daughter replied, and she replied with an emoji, the thumbs up. Oof. I, I, I don't. I'm sure she takes it as awesome, Dad. Thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But as a from a history tells me that most times a thumbs up is yeah okay fuck off. Yeah, that is. And, that's like that's. Yeah. It's also the white half smile where you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye, Dad. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah that's totally what it was. Yeah. Uh, probably Real excited. Met, probably met with a lot of attention. What sucks is Grandma's a bigger celebrity than you are. Because mm-hmm. grandma, how off, how involved is grandma in their lives? Uh, this was, uh, this is my mom. We we're talking about. Uh, she sees them once a week, every two weeks. Okay, so she's, she, you know, she's a regular. Mm-hmm. But you're there all the time. More, more than her. Yeah. You're like the MC. Yeah. You just keep coming back up, and they're like, "I like the MC." The MC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then they bring up grandma. It's like, oh, grandma's doing a guest set. Oh, shit. What's Grandma talking about this week? I hope it's one of her casseroles. Yeah, I was just going to say, oh, uh, you were going to get fed a full meal and not just oh, like yeah, an entree? It's, it's got Grandma, too, so it's like <laughs> it comes from the heart. And it's got a little more butter than you should put in it and a little more salt. Yep, and she probably made two helpings, one with onions, one without. Oh, what a good Grandma. Yeah. Dude, my mom is jonesing to be a grandma. Yeah. It's funny when you watch a woman get to 70 and not have grandkids, and she's like, hey, success is like methadone. She's like, you're doing well. You're doing well. It's like living, like having a 70 year old mom when you're her only child at 35 and you have no grandkids is like living with a heroin addict. Where they're just like, what's up? So, what's up? Do you want to you score? You think you're going to score this week? <laughs> what's going on? I just want to hold a child. Why yeah. don't you uh, get one somehow and just have her raise it? Oh, yeah, dude. If that, listen, I'm from Aurora. That could have happened in my 20s. <laughs> that easily could have happened. That could have been my life so easy at 19. If having a kid, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. 
Mom, can you take care of Darren? <laughs> and then now he's just some wily 16-year-old. Ew. He's just some kid I have a problem with all the time. <laughs> Darren, I got to work Acme. You're not even funny, Dad. Fuck you. You know how all dads, even any, anyone calls a young boy bud, buddy. Pal. Pal. My production company is called Hey Pal Productions because my dad would always be like, hey, pal. See? Pal, what's up, pal? Which now I realize kind of makes me feel uh, worse because I'm like, dude, come on. You like we're drinking buddies? That's the <laughs> name you gave me? Come on, Chief. Hey, what's up, Ace? Oh, hey, Ace. Ace. Champ. Fucking yeah, hate Ace. But dad, that like, hey, buddy, listen. I have what, a if Dar- what if Derek, would you say Darren or Derek? What if- I, yeah, Darren. That's Dar- what if I- Darren shows up, would you call him buddy or pal? What's up? Hey, bud. Uh, yeah, I'd probably call him bud. If I had a son. Hey, bud. What are you doing? You know where mom is? 16, huh? I wanted to have one of those conversations. I do want, I could tell I want kids because I definitely want to have that. Like, hey, buddy, did you talk to mom? You know, that like you looked down at the ground, but you're yelling upstairs. Yeah. All right. I can't, I can't hear you. Yeah, just meet me in the kitchen. And then that, I've never had that. I'm alone now. I live with another man. So my conversations are, Mike, did you get garbage bags? That's what it is. It's, uh, it's not as fulfilling. I think. Do we have toilet paper? Yeah. Anywhere? We're just two dudes. <laughs> it is great. It has a lot of benefits, but it's very lonely. Mm-hmm. What kind of place do you live in in uh, New York? I live in the same apartment I've lived in for the past 11 years. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Living in an apartment under the train in Astoria, Queens. Okay. Is so it one you, of these places? So you know, I live on Thirty First Street. If I live in, if you know Queens, oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's I've I've lived in every bedroom to two and a half bedroom. The half bedroom I lived in for like eight years with two other guys, and then now it's just me and Mike Vecchione, who's a phenomenal stand-up comic. Yeah. So it's great. It's weird. It's like living. Uh, it's like living at the gym because you just like wake up. And there's another comic there, and you're like, you know, like even our conversation sometimes is like, is that a bit? Like, should I do that sure. as a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's great. Did you have you ever lived in California? Uh, I mean, when I'd stay with my dad, when I'd go stay with my dad. As an adult, though, no. No, 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 no. no, no. I, uh, I love San Francisco and the Bay Area. My grandma still lives north of there. So I love going out there. I was just out there. I was just in Sacramento last week. And I like going to California, but New York's just, uh, it's like the perfect place for me. Okay. It's like the perfect place for me to live. It's just got everything. It's, you can do a lot of stand-up, a lot of cool shit. I like the activities. Lots of room for activities. For sure. Yeah, no, it's just, and there's like, you know, East Coast, you can get to a lot of other cities quick. Yeah. Get to Philly in two hours. I remember growing up in Colorado, it's like, if you were in Denver and you were going to Dallas, it was a fucking thing. Sure. You're like, well, it was a road trip. Those were our vacations. It was going to where my mom had business meetings. Uh, yeah, well, um, some of my family vac- vacations were in Iowa, so. Fuck. That yeah. sucks. Uh-huh. Some people get trapped in that dead zone where they're like, yeah, it was Indiana. And you're like, woof. Yeah. Indiana. Iowa. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Cornfields. Uh-huh. Better than Nebraska. I mean, we did, it was at a lake, but. Dude, that's way better. Yeah, but. And everyone in Nebraska, you heard what I said, go Buffs. Go see you Buffs. I know it's probably pissing you off. The one Cornhusker fan that's listening to this. Hey, did you, uh, was it Colorado State? Did you see the video of the mascot that shot himself? That was the, the Buffs. That was, uh, <laughs> that was Chip. That was Chip the Buffalo fucking shot himself with the fucking t-shirt gun in the dick. In the dick. <laughs> Great. I loved it. I know exactly where you're standing, too. It's like growing up a Buffs fan, you're like, you're standing in the north end zone. Oh, know, okay, yeah. really? Yeah, he's like standing right where the big Colorado and all black is, and he was like shooting the gun. It was like, poof, right in his dick. And you're like, yes. <laughs> and front, they, they carted him off on the actual. I mean, yeah, do you know how powerful those guns are? I'm surprised. they. I, I would be surprised if you saw the real thing on that. If it's like he had a ruptured testicle. Oh, probably. I bet America's Funniest Home Videos is a lot less funny if you saw the actual injuries that all those videos caused. Oh, probably. Same with YouTube things. You're just like, oof, that guy had a fractured... Because you um, sometimes comedy clubs will play America's Funniest Videos like as the crowd sitting. Oh, before. I don't know why. I don't know why comedians have to follow that. We're like, do you watch... Do you like watching a cat get scared by a hose? Here's a guy that has abandonment issues. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
like yeah. the cat fucking jumps. Uh, it's a weird warm up. It's a very odd fluffing. But yeah, if, I bet if they showed all the injuries from that, because in the '90s it was just like that guy took a shot in the dick. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's Bob Saget being <laughs> like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, and if you really saw that, you're like, "He's like, I was uh, I was in the hospital for a week because of that." Yeah, like, right. Well, last uh, last year. That one game playoff the Twins had with the New York Yankees, Gary Sanchez catching, yeah. takes a ball, hit, uh, bounces right in front of him, and he takes one Oof. same spot. Oof. You, I, I slowed it down. It was cleared he was not wearing a cup. I mean, you can see his freaking shit inside it just move a little bit after the ball hits it. Did you hard? Yeah, he didn't. I think he took a little time off. After yeah, that. dude, that's got to be. Uh-huh. That's got to be one of those things where you're just like. Well, no one expects me to show up anywhere, right? Like, right. once they find out, they're yeah. like, oh, fuck. Uh-huh. You ruptured a nut? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty Do bad. Um, I don't want to, depending on when we, we'll try to post this today, we should, so mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to draw anybody away from your show, but do cool. you know who's in town tonight huh. signing autographs huh. at a mall in the Twin Cities? It's going to make me angry. A former San Francisco, uh, San Francisco 49er, pardon me, and Viking, Chris Dolman. Oh. <gasps> What? Is in town tonight signing autographs. I love Chris Dolman. Yeah. Chris Dolman was the shit. Uh-huh. I'm trying to guess his number. D-lineman, right? Yeah. No, number, Defensive end. Defensive end number. Chris Dolman was 90. No, 97 was Brian. You know, 99. I, Fuck. Well, for the Vikings, he wasn't 99. He was because Al Noga was 99. All right. On the Niners, 97 was, was Junior Bryant. 99 was Bryant Young, I think. Oh, I, I got to look this up. This is going to drive me. This is one of those things where I wouldn't be able to sleep if I didn't have the internet. Sure. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, Hall of Famer Chris Dolman. Yeah. But what I'm going to, what I'm go- getting to is, uh, so he's going to be signing autographs this evening in the Twin Cities for $50 minimum. Hell yeah. Get that money, Chris Dolman. Yeah. Do you have any, have you ever had a moment in your life where you've collected autographs? He was 56. How was I that off? 56. Shout out Chris Dolman on the Niners. Yeah. Especially in those shadow drop numbers uh, unis. Loved them. Um, I would never, I sell tour posters, uh, which I should have by tomorrow. Fuck, I got to order those today before the show. Um, by the way, your Minnesota niceness, I know how deep it is. It's not that, you guys are like ice on a lake. Uh-huh. You're not frozen all the way through. You're not all nice. <laughs> you guys are fucking. This lady, I tried ordering. Yeah, watch your step. Yeah, I tried ordering posters, and she was just, she was Minnesota rude to me. Oh, where well, she was like, okay, and just wouldn't let me. I would say something, and she would talk over me, and I'd be like, just stop, stop doing that. <laughs> like, I was like trying to tell her, and she was like, what do you need? And I was like, eight and a half by fourteen, eight and a half by four, and I was like, eight and a half by fourteen, eight and a half, and just like wouldn't let me, and I'm like, <gasps> and then finally she's like, well, you gotta change it. It was just like this very like. I was like, all right, we'll cancel the order. She's like, you want to cancel? And I was like, see, I knew your fucking niceness wasn't real. Maybe I'm just a psycho. I don't know. Uh, but I, I wouldn't feel comfortable charging for an autograph. Mm-hmm. How about paying for one? Have you ever? No. No. I'm trying to think who I would pay for. Keith Richards. I'd pay for an autograph for Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just kind of understand that. Joe Montana. Jerry Rice. Did you ever wear L.A. gear based on Joe Montana? I sure fucking did. Buddy. Did you really? Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I would wear Skechers now if I didn't know they were a junk shoe because of Joe Montana. <laughs> Do I name my dog Montana? I am full in. I'm like, yeah, you're lucky that there was a game in between us and the Vikings, or my first five minutes of this set would be fuck the Vikings and yeah. I would lose the crowd every show. <laughs> Like Case Keenum, who looks what he's doing in Denver, and now you guys got Kirk Cousins. Fuck Kirk Cousins. No, Kirk Cousins is so good. Hell yeah, he's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. He I, proved that this past Sunday against the uh, Packers. Yeah, the fourth quarter was ridiculous. I like watched him play the Niners. I was like, God damn it, he is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I don't think I would. I would pay for those people, but I don't think I would charge. Yeah, that, that's someone could probably talk me into it though. That's how dumb I am. You could probably talk me into it. If you're like, Dave, it makes sense. This, you know, a lot of people are doing it. Nate's doing it. I'd be like, Nate's doing it. I'd have to call Nate or Michelle. I'd be like, you guys doing it? Or Jay? Well, along those lines, I was listening to Stern earlier this week, and they were doing talking about uh, the celebrity where you can pay, you know, like $100, and Brett the Hitman Hart will make a personalized video for you. Yeah, someone reached out for me to do that on Instagram. 
this woman was like, Would there's you? other, there's, you're like Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Some of that's the company that like, yeah, reach out yeah. and, and I'll, I'll re, I won't say who it's from, but I'll read you the message because I was like, it's so funny you bring that up. Cause I was like, who the no fuck shit. would do? Yeah. I was looking at some of the names. It's. Some are definitely more popular than others. Uh, so this girl at Cameo, we yeah. think, and by the way, I'll just tell you where they lose me, and this is why I'll, I'll probably never be hip and have a young fan base, but it absolutely drew me out when she wrote, Dan, we think you'd crush it on Cameo. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Fucking crush it. If I ever said crush it, the only way I'd say crush in an actual way is be like, hey, can I get an orange crush? Yeah. The soda. I would never be like, I crushed pussy. I would never I say I fucking <laughs> uh, crushed anything. Me and Vecchione made fun of that so long because there was a Corona Light commercial where they all meet up with this guy after his job interview. And they're like, how did the interview go? And he goes, crushed it. And they're like, mm, Corona. And you're like, what a knobby word. <laughs> Would you want to try it out? It's a site where fans buy personalized video shout-outs from you. Yeah. Engage with fans and get paid to do so. Listen, I'm not shitting on this lady that typed it to me. I'm just shitting on this concept. Mm -hmm. We've got a ton of comedians like Kathy Griffin, Theo Vaughn, Fat Jewish, Eric Griffin, and, you know. Fat Jewish isn't a comedian. Yeah, well, that's where she lost me for the fifth time. Yeah. And then... I didn't respond. And then yesterday I wrote, want to give it a try? Not at all. And I, I would rather not respond than tell you no. Yeah. Because then it's just going to be, now you're going to bring up morals that we're just going to have a whole different conversation about. You yeah. know what I mean? If yeah. she's like, why? And you're like, well, I think it's kind of bullshit. And I think what you're doing is dumb. Yeah. Am I becoming a psycho? You've seen, you've watched, last time we saw each other, Dan, was 2015. Am I getting weirder? And uh, Is it getting darker? Yeah, right? It's because I was traveling. Dan's got a good point. Yeah. I'm coming fresh off the fucking flight. Uh-huh. It's understandable. Listen, guys, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> I'm charged. It changed my mind. I'm charging a 1000 for personalized yeah. videos. If you want to fucking look at me, you give me $100. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I play McPhee on Trillions. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh, the couple of the names I looked up when I looked at it today. It was... Uh, a guy, he was one of the kids from the Brady Bunch, but he wasn't one of the brothers or sisters. He was like... Cousin co Oliver? Yes! Hell yeah, I'd pay for Cousin Oliver. $10! I'd do it. $10! Take it. Take take my money right now, Cousin yeah. Oliver. 10 bucks. Brett, Hitman Heart, do one, it. 100 Do it. I'd do it for the excellence of execution. Dude, you know what's funny is I might just pay Brett Hart to do that for every week I'm on the road and to see when he gets sick of it. Do you know what I mean? Like do a little. Uh, hey, what's up? It's Brett the Hitman Hart. You can catch Don Soder at Acme <laughs> this Thursday through Saturday, and then the next week. Hey, it's Brett the Hitman Hart again. Don Soder's going to be at o Omaha Funny Bone just to see by what week would he be like. All right, Don. Do you okay? I mean, I got to start charging more for these, dude. Yeah, dude, we're doing that. You heard? Yeah. You got to tell me how to find Brett the Hitman Hart. I'm going to fucking pay a hundred bucks, and every week put it. Up. Hey, it's Brett the Hitman Hart again. <laughs> Dan Soder is going to be at American Comedy Company in San Diego. Damn it. Dan, do your own promoting. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. It's happening, dude. We're fucking, we're definitely doing that. <clears throat> no. I just want to see if he gets sick of me. I want to see <laughs> if I can piss off one of my favorite wrestlers right, right. of all time. <laughs> I don't want your money. <laughs> yeah, stop it. They block me. We won't take it from him. He's the only person we won't take it from. Brett, I will pay you $500 to promote this one-nighter. I won't. I won't. Here's Davey Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Here. He's, you're a fan. Oh, that's great. Did we once, uh, I th it wasn't the last time you were here, but the time before, did we joke about the Shane Company at all? Dude, we, absolutely. We yeah. definitely talked about it w at least once. Okay. Have you heard the new commercials? They don't have a different guy, do they? His son is on with him. Get that money. Have By the way, that's not Tom Shane. Some people don't realize. Did we talk about this? And I think me. we did. I think the voiceover guy is a different guy than the actual owner of the company. It can't be. Just not. The Shane Company. Just off Arapahoe Road in Emporia Street, one half mile east of I-25. Yeah, we did talk. Now, Open Monday through Friday. Dude, you, should we Google this? Because I feel like... 
Tom Shane is not the actual voice. The new commercials. Yeah. Are, are uh, whoever, Tom, in quotation marks, not Tom, I don't know. And then his son, Rorden. Well, dude. Rorden. Rorden? Rorden. That's a rich guy name. That's a guy that's been selling fucking diamonds. Have you ever heard of a Rorden? Rorden, get down here. Rorden. All right, so here's a video of Tom Shane. So I want to see if this is his voice. Okay. We'll know immediately. And I got YouTube premium, because remember, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> so there's no ads. What I'm going to try to do is... It is him. It is I am, him. I'm wrong. Boom. That didn't take long. ...types of issues that hopefully... Dude, I didn't. So his son Reardon? Rorden. Reardon like is funny. Gordon, but Rorden. Rorden. And that's a Viking name. It's kind of Viking. You are son. You are Rorden, son of Shane, <laughs> son of Diamond Shane. <laughs> I am the and house I'm, of Diamond. I'm open Monday through Friday till eight, Saturday and Sunday till five. five. <laughs> I know their hours. But I, I, the new commercials. I, uh, it's hey dad. The way he says dad, dad. Hey dad, dude. I Thanks, mean, Rorden. I'm, there's no way we're not looking this up just because of our history with this. Thanks, Rorden. And again, if you get YouTube Premium, you can sign up for great stuff like this. Shane Company. Yeah, how are you going to spell Rorden? Oh, dude, I'm in it. You already told me. Like like, like Gordon. I'm assuming. Rorden. I'm assuming. Let's see. Ready? Did you find one? Did you find one YouTube? Yeah, I'm trying to see... Big Money YouTube. Seven years ago. Oh, they have video of him doing the voiceover. Oh, here we go. But it's... I'm Tom Shane, and as a direct diamond importer, I've spent decades developing... Dude, I really hope there's an outtakes where he's just losing it, where he's like, I'm Tom Shane. God damn it. Who's got the light on? He has one of those Christian Bale things. <laughs> oh, Carl, good for you. Good for you. Be a fucking professional. Be a professional. I've I've seen people talk. Oh, by the way, the Shane Company has an entire channel on YouTube. Oh, there's a Shane channel. Dude, where is the goddamn commercial? I wish I would have brought one along. It's just, it, they really just have instructional videos on how to clean your jewelry. Oh, oh man, I'm going to fucking look this up. All I want to do is learn about Roar and Chain now. <laughs> I want to know his entire life story. The son of the Diamond King, Tom Shane. Well, I mean, they're, you know, he's obviously being groomed to take over. Dude, that's a lot of pressure. A ton of pressure. That's, I mean, thank God my dad just died and let me be a clown. <laughs> oh, stop. I didn't have to fucking be a Shane. I didn't have to be a Diamond <laughs> Prince. I'm Dan Soder, the Diamond Prince of Sacramento. <laughs> and Dan's Soder's Diamonds is open Monday through Friday till 9, Saturday and Sunday till 6. Fuck the Shane Company. They don't work as hard. We'll leave the light on for you. They go, that's infringement. <laughs> I, just keep, I just keep taking their shit and just making it better. The Soder Company. We're closer to you and open longer. Shane Company uses blood diamonds. I... <laughs> I just start doing because I do voices. I could just tank the Shane Company. I was a miner for the Shane Company for years. They used blood diamonds in all of the things they do. Hi, I'm Dan Soder from the Soder Company. <laughs> we don't use those diamonds. We use real diamonds. Open Monday through Friday till eight, Saturday and Sunday till seven. I'm a Shane Co. miner. I just got. <laughs> I work for Mister Shane. He is a very bad man. Tom Shane made me kill my brother for a bigger diamond. I was there, down in the mood. They are a very bad man. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom Shane. I like diamonds that cost arms. <laughs> and that's why I don't have to charge you for an arm. How have I never done dark Tom Shane? <laughs> I'm a little upset that 35 years on this one. <laughs> I want to hear this on the bonfire next yeah. week. Hi, I'm Tom Shane. I take diamonds from children soldiers. Big J knows about Shane, right? Tom Shane? Yeah, dude. We did a whole episode about local commercials early on the bonfire because you don't realize that they're most of the time regional or like someone that you grew up loving that's like a local commercial, someone else in a different state has them in a slightly different way. So it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's a real stepdad mentality. <laughs> You're like, all right, I like you. I don't really think this is just me that's getting it, but... <laughs> I saw that you had on uh, Gene Simmons recently on the bonfire. Yeah. Yeah. 
best experience of your life? God bless him. Yeah. There's there's too much negativity out in the world. He's just an old rich dude that likes pussy. Fair enough. Did not vibe with him. Yeah. But good for him. Yeah. Fair enough. There's just people, man, with egos that you just... Like, not to dismiss anybody, but there's people that live... That you could tell they thrive by using their ego. Mm-hmm. That's not... I mean, I guess I am. I, do, I go on stage every night and fucking perform for an audience and yell at them if they talk. Shut up! <laughs> My turn to sparkle! <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I can't really shit on the dude too much, but... Yeah, he was just real, like, what is? what are you talking about? Due to who I am? And right. like, I don't care. I don't care about Kiss. Yeah. My favorite song wasn't even written by him. It's back in the New York groove. That's Ace Freely. Oh, okay. That's my favorite Kiss song. I called Live It Up, Lick It Up for the first 10 years I knew of the song. <laughs> and that's their disco album yeah, that yeah. everyone hates when the ma- when the makeup came off. Right, right, right. Yeah, Gene Simmons was... Everlast was way cooler. Everlast was the shit. Everlast came on the bonfire. Oh, really? Yeah, with, we had Burt Kreischer on and Vecchione. It was fucking fun. Is he what, did, what is he promoting just, something? He, yeah, he has a new album out. So he just came out. Um, he was like at Sirius and like, do you want to talk to Whitey Ford? And Jay and I have had the argument that he thinks Whitey Ford's the coolest white guy of all time. And I say Jason Williams, the former po- NBA point guard, is the coolest white guy of all time. Because come on, when has a white guy ever had handles like that? Show me another white guy with handles. Pistol, Pistol Pete, but he died. Jason Williams. Uh, yeah, uh, Pistol Pete didn't have chocolate in his nickname. Goddamn right, white chocolate. Yeah. By the way, that doesn't even really exist. It's just a form of butter, I found out. Don't tell people that. I know. My ex-girlfriend told me that. I think we got into a fight because of it. She's like, white chocolate's not real chocolate. I was like, hey, shut up. Do you, do you know that German, you know how German chocolate got its yeah. name? How? From a guy named German. Has nothing to do with Germany. Really? Bam! Is that really true? Do you, has, did Germany like? Uh, did Germany lean into it? And they're like, "Yeah, no, totally. If we make great chocolate, who's saying that? <laughs> do you know who's saying that? That we are do? No, I mean, yeah, I guess we make great chocolate. Oh, it's not us. So, so where did you hear that? You heard that? Someone said Germany makes like great chocolate because we totally do. It's our thing. It's like a, one of the things we do. Rory Scovel has this great joke. About uh, Germans bring up shit porn all the time, like they take pride in it. Like, what? yeah, it's like the craziest shit we ever did, right? <laughs> like nothing else crazy, just like shit porn. He did it on a John Oliver, uh, on John Oliver's stand-up show, and it was one of my. It's such a great joke. <laughs> oh, it's like the craziest thing we ever did. <laughs> what I'm saying is, everyone, go download, go watch Rory Scovel's hour special on Netflix. How uh, how how has it been for you with your Netflix? Spot? Great, you you really see the reach that Netflix has. Like it's fucking pretty crazy that I still get tweets. It's a little when over I year, check Twitter. A little it, over a year old now. Yeah, we released it on July fourth, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, so it's it was pretty crazy. I don't think I was that happy with that half hour. I think I could have done a better job, but it's cool to see all the people that have seen it and definitely burned a couple bridges with people that i had jokes about in that special oh but yeah it's um netflix's reach is insane and it's uh, it's just up there it's just always there yeah so other networks need to take note it's a new way to do it yeah how about a next special for dan soder i hope so man 2019 yeah that's the goal okay do it in 2019 and um fuck i hope it's good just wanted to make it really 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 good so i'm busting my ass on the road right now and then, you know, uh, I would say, like, I'm maybe 60% there. So it feels good to have another year to be like, all right, yeah, let's just keep working, keep building, keep slashing, mm-hmm, keep mm-hmm. cutting, you know. But, yeah, it's I'm at the real fun part of, of building a special where it's just, like, word diarrhea. You're just like, bah! And you're like, there's a little chunk in there. And you're like, I'm going to pull that chunk. And then you build it. Good time it's, to it's, be at Acme. Yeah, man. I'm really fucking pumped. I've, I've been very lucky on this. I guess you'd call it a tour. I think comics just call it being on the road, which is what you have to do. But um, I've had a real good run the past like seven or eight weeks. And it's like clubs like these make it easy to stay out. Where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this will be a fun weekend. Is um, I heard, I listened to you on, uh, it's almost a year old now, but 
uh, Pete Holmes podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are awesome together. Oh, thanks. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was nice, nice for Pete to have me on. But you told the extended story. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about that before. Of all the details of your tryouts for SNL, yeah, you beat that here. But one of the you said one of the characters you did was Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that made Lauren Michaels laugh. Holy fuck, is that funny? It's probably. Uh, you know what's crazy, man? Is we started the episode. What a way! You're fucking a great host. You brought the episode all the way around. Because what we started talking about was the second time I screen tested, I came here, and that was the first time we did the podcast. That was that time. Yeah. I, they kind of called me on short notice because in 2014 when they hired Pete Davidson, um, I think I got real far. Not that I was like going to get the job, but I think they were like, oh, shit, this guy could be a possible cast member. Brian, uh, Brian Tucker, who's the head writer, was like, yeah, it's looking good. And then they hired Pete, which, you know, he's fucking great. I love Pete. But then the next year, they were kind of like, I think it was more my agent was like, hey, look at Dan again. And they're like, all right, have him put together a whole new thing. And one of the things that I did that year was Winnie the Pooh Addicted to Honey. And I think it was like the I did two throwaway things at the end. One of them was Jeff Bridges changing lanes in traffic. Okay. So it was just going like, come on. Hey, let me get over. You're not letting me over. Move, man. I'm trying to get into the lane. And it was that. And then it was. I hate the fucking Eagles, man. Yeah. Walter, I have my signal on. The guy's not. I'm trying to move, man. <laughs> I'm trying to move lanes. And then it was that. And then the other throwaway one that I just fucking threw out there. I was like, this is Winnie the Pooh addicted to honey. And it was like, I remember waking up in a truck stop. Covered in another man's junk, wearing nothing but a red T-shirt. When I said wearing nothing but a red T-shirt, Lauren Michaels was like, bah! like laughed, and I was like, got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Uh, it was awesome. It was like, it was a really cool feeling to know a legend like that just laughed at one of my jokes. Yeah, hell yeah. I think that's like, I took that as the win. Did you see Chevy Chase shitting on SNL this week? I started to read that article. And I read what he wrote, but it's like, um... He, if you go in, I don't know how far you read down, he at one point says, well, to be honest, I think it sucked after the first two seasons, which I was on. He's... I mean, so he's giving the show no credit. First off, the whole article is about how he's such a megalomaniac, no one wants to work with him. Correct. So are we really... This, like, outrage on outrage on outrage, it's like, you know that... That's what I'd expect him to say. Yeah. If the article is about a guy that no one wants to work with because he's such a raging prick and he says some prick shit, I'm not fucking surprised. I'm like, oh, that's what I came to see. Oh. If you went to a fucking, if you went to a, a circus and they were like, they have lions at the circus and you're like, okay, cool. And then you went and you heard a lion roar and you're like, that lion roared. I am very, that's fucking crazy. And you're like, motherfucker, it's the lion. They said lions are at the circus. What you, how are you blown away by that? Chevy Chase is an asshole. He's an asshole. He's been an asshole. You are what you are, what you always been. Like, Chevy Chase was unbearable to work with. He's the only person that Bill Murray fought. The most likable person of all yeah, time. Point. Fist fights Chevy Chase, and people are like, you know he's an asshole? You're like, yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you for acting like that's news. Right. That Chevy Chase is a fucking a Of course he's a fucking asshole. And now no one wants to work with him, and he's just this sad shithead that's dry drunk. <laughs> Fucking pissing on a show that right. yeah. that that has been Lauren Michaels has been nothing but kind to Chevy Chase. I'm sure SNL owes something to Chevy Chase, but it doesn't owe everything to Chevy Chase. Sure, you know, uh -huh. Gilda Radner, John Belushi, Chevy, you were lucky to be on that team. You are. That's like Javale McGee talking shit about the Warriors 20 years from now. You're like, motherfucker. No, it's not. I mean, obviously, if you're an NBA fan, you're like, that's a terrible analogy. And yeah, I know. I'm doing it for dramatic purposes. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, fuck Chevy Chase. He's been an asshole. Yeah. He'll always be an asshole. If he came and said some nice shit, maybe that would be, hey, I, I respect what they're doing. I see what they're trying to do. It's yeah. a hard time to get away with certain comedy because of how our current you know, climate is. Him being a dick, fuck him. Do you watch the Emmys when your buddy's one of the hosts? Hell yeah. I watched Che's monologue, and I watched the reparations part, the sketch. I didn't watch the reparations part until the next day, but yeah, dude, I thought Che and Colin did awesome. Yeah. But again, it's like their comics are somehow built better to host award shows because 
what we do every night is just stand and shoot. Mm-hmm. Just stand and shoot. And it's like Colin and Che every week on SNL are like joke, 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 joke. And like that kind of like they can get the tones and stuff. And uh, I, I didn't have any doubts about Che and, and Colin hosting. Yeah. Movies. It'd be great to have him do it again. Yeah, I think they were super funny, and I like that Che has what I can only describe as a late 90s Eminem attitude, where he's kind of like, I am who I am, and fuck you if you don't like it. One of the most entertaining things in comedy right now is Michael Che's Insta stories, like, and they disappear, so it's great. It's like a limited time. If you read it, he's just, you know. Which one? His what? His Insta stories on Instagram. Oh, I'm not following Oh, those. man. Chase at Chase thinks I'm promoting his ins. it's it's one of the things I like to see on Instagram oh, very okay. few things you know uh, beautiful ladies no I'm kidding I, I like to see what my friends are up to I'm about, I'm about to like to see Bret Hart promote every week <laughs> that I have on the fucking books Hell hey yeah. it's the excellence execution again uh, Don Soder's gonna be fuck man this guy really works <laughs> this guy's really out there building an hour huh <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to do this. To have Bret Hart promote every single one of my weeks. Hell yeah. That's fucking awesome. Is there anything else? We we could put a bow on this one. Anything else you should be mentioning? The, it's good to be back. Another season of... Um of billions? Yeah, we're we're working on season four. It just started. It'll probably be out in the spring. Okay. So yeah, you know, getting yelled at for making mistakes on a TV show. It's great. Any other acting? Uh, just near misses. Okay. Yeah. Voiceover. NFL Network. Still doing the top players of 2000. I did the top players of 2018. I've done I've done 2016, 17, and 18. Nice. So I hope I get it in 19. And then you just get to hear me be like, some Seahawks say they can fly. Well, this one can. Coming in at number 59. It's like that Tom Shane voice. Uh-huh. Because I'm Tom Shane, and I buy diamonds from war refugees. <laughs> Daddy, I want a Land Rover. <laughs> that should be his son. Hi, I'm, what's his, Rorden Rorden. And I grew up loving diamonds. My mother's a diamond. My father's a diamond. I'm a diamond. Buy diamonds, you stupid poor fucks. <laughs> I'm Jordan Shane. Do you even have diamonds? Oh, do you even know what a real diamond is? Hey, all you cubic zirconium wearing fucks. <laughs> get the real thing. You diamondique piece of shit. Ew, you're gross. Stop breathing on me. The Shane Company. Come here. Whatever. I don't even run it. I got one more thing I want to uh, Yo. show you. So Yo. I searched your name. Hell yeah. On eBay. Fuck. Okay. Okay. And there's some like some shows you show you're doing and maybe San Francisco it's like tickets came up for that or something. Oh cool, cool. Yeah. And people then, are trying to re fucking sell my tickets on eBay. And then this Dan Soder in parentheses billions eight by ten photo. Nine ninety nine plus free shipping. Shut the fuck okay. up. Now look at that. Yeah, Toby. That's not you. That's not Dude, you in that photo. Hell yeah. That's Toby Leonard Moore, a.k.a. the guy that uh, he plays Brian Connerty on Billions and is also the voice of Outback. Wait, of the... the yeah. What's his name? Toby Leonard Moore. He was on Daredevil. He's a fucking awesome actor. Wait, the voice of Outback isn't he's a, that he's Jason a, he's guy? A, he's, a, that... he's from Tasmania. Uh, Toby's from Tasmania, and he does the voice of Outback Steakhouse. I thought that was Jason Ellis. Nope. The, you know, the... Yeah, the radio guy. Yeah. No, it's Toby Leonard Moore. Oh, okay. Because yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's told us the stories about it. Yeah. They, they make him go, they like make him Aussie it up. And this coming up, it's prime time for lobster all over the place at Outback Steakhouse. Because he, he, I mean, he's, you know, he's from Tasmania, but he's fucking awesome, dude. Okay. That guy is awesome, and I'm glad they're selling my picture as him. Yeah. <laughs> go buy a Toby picture of me. You, here's what you do. Buy that Toby Leonard Moore picture of me on eBay. Send it to me at the bonfire, 121, 1221 Avenue of the Americas, New York, New York, 10022, floor 36 in care of Sirius Radio, and I'll have me and Toby sign it for you. Perfect. And I'll send it back. Whoever listens to this, if you go through the process of buying that picture of me, of quote unquote me, online, send it to the bonfire, I will take it to a table read and have me and Toby sign it. (laughs) And then I will fucking send it back to you. 
God, I hope it says Dan Soder on it on the bottom. <laughs> do it. Do uh-huh. it. Yeah. I mean, it's a great picture. Do you yeah. remember what scene this is from or anything? No, no. no idea. Okay. Fair enough. That might not even be from Billions. I have no fucking clue. That might be him and Daredevil. Who it knows? could be him like at an actual wedding. Yeah. Like Toby's a handsome talk. fella. Cleans up nice. So if people can bring in a few extra bucks, you might have some posters. Friday and Saturday, I will. I will not Thursday. I'll have a couple to give away. So if you're a fan, if you're like a super fan and you're like, yo, let me get a poster, I'll get you one. Nice. Yeah, I got like six. Nice. Yeah. Who do the 49ers play this week? Do you have a Chiefs. prediction? I'm Chiefs. real worried. Real worried. Real, real worried. It's going to be a tough one. Okay. But I think the Niners are going to beat the Vikings in the playoffs. I fucking Ooh, said it. You're going to say that now. Say it now. Huh. It's my little fucking drop of shit in the water well. Yeah. Bloop. Yeah. I heard it. I felt Bloop. it. Niners I gonna smell beat, it. Niners are going to beat the Vikings in a wild card playoff game. Bloop. The Vikings play the Buffalo Bills Sunday. Yeah, you guys are going to smash them. A em. team that had a player retire at halftime. Yeah, you guys are going to smash a <laughs> Former 49er brother. Uh, that was Vernon Davis's brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, who, yeah. He was a Niner, I think. Or the Niners, Vontae like, Vontae Davis. Davis. Yes. Yeah. I think the Niners were going to draft him out of Maryland. I don't know. But, yeah, retired. So, Rough. God bless. God bless the Buffalo Bills and uh-huh. the Bills Mafia. I think it's a 16 or 17 point spread. Hell, Biggest yeah. in Vikings history. Jets and Browns tonight. There's a lot. Football's back. I love it. It's rainy and cold out. Let's do drugs. Tell jokes. Sounds good. Hell, yeah. Dan, thank you. It's Dude, always great. great seeing you. Thank you.